Marketing and selling is essential in your online business. And when you have the right strategies and mindset, you not only can make a lot of money, but you can change a lot of lives. Welcome to the Online Marketing Podcast, where we help course creators, membership owners, and coaches market and sell their offers. We're your hosts, Paul and Melissa Pruitt. Let's dive in and get started. Welcome to our special launch interview series, where Paul and I talk to successful online entrepreneurs about their launches. In this interview, we talk to Tracy Beavers. Tracy talks a little bit about her launch evolution and how her launches changed from when she first started launching to the launches that she has today. She really talks in detail about the importance of consistency in your business, consistency with your launches, and keeping things simple. So let's go ahead and listen to Tracy's interview. Tracy, super excited to have you today on the show. We are in similar circles, seeing you posting all the time. I'm posting, we DM each other every once in a while. This is our first time being able to, to meet virtually. And I'm just super excited for us to, to be jamming on because I uh, really want to pull some knowledge that I know that you have because I see you contribute a lot in the groups that we're in. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to meet you too. Finally, you know, <laughs> spend some time together. Yes. Exactly. So before we get started, Tracy, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, your business, who you serve, just so our audience can get to know you a little bit better? Absolutely. So I'm Tracy Beavers and I'm a business and sales coach from Arkansas. I have over 20 years of experience in marketing, sales, and business growth. And I got fully fed up with corporate America and felt very stifled there and decided I was going to build an online business, which sounds really easy, but as we both know, it's not, and it's quite a journey. I serve online entrepreneurs primarily in the area of visibility and audience growth and email list growth. The email list, as you guys know, is the key to the revenue and the growth of the business and the stability of the business. And so along the way of, of being a coach, my business has evolved into that point because it is so key for entrepreneurs to be able to grow and sustain an email list. So that that is so fun because we, we have similar audiences and that's why we're in similar spaces all the time. And can you give us a little bit about the part of the journey? Because I know you do a few different things with, with your, your clients. When it comes into like courses, membership coaching programs, like we're kind of the topic we're rolling around a little bit is all about launching uh, those things. And do you remember back when you had your first launch or you put your first promotion out there? Can we kind of rewind back to when that happened? Yeah, I do. And it was not good, but I didn't follow a proven system was the difference. The first time I launched, I created what I thought my audience wanted. I didn't do my due diligence. I really didn't do the market research and talk to my ideal clients like I should have. And so that first course and that first launch, it did okay. I mean, I made several thousand dollars and I knew the course I was putting out there was quality, but it didn't have the resounding yes that I'd planned on. And so I went back to the drawing board and went through a program that allowed me to, to understand the proven strategies and systems and how you really do develop a course that your audience really wants to buy. And so my second attempt, the first launch of that second product was a lot better, but still that first launch is just so scary. There's something about the first of anything, the first iteration of anything we do in life or business. It's probably not going to go like gangbusters, like we think it will, but the experience of it was really good. And what I've learned since then is that that first launch is really more for us than it is for anybody else. 
you know, mm-hmm. to learn and to see what worked, what didn't work, what's, what's converting, what's resonating, what's not, and then just make it better each and every time. But yeah, I do remember that first launch. I don't think you ever really forget that one. <laughs> well, I think you're not alone there with that. That's the scariest point is putting yourself out there. But I mean, yes. the good news is, is that you did and you learned from it. It was a learning lesson. And I'm sure, right. like you said, some of the emotional aspects that go that where it does, like you said, it didn't go exactly as you planned, but then you just had nothing to do, but, but learn from there. Exactly. With and I think that first launch is also so emotional and tiring because in my case, not only was I planning for the launch, and doing all the things that needed to be done for the launch, but I was still creating the program. And so it was like, I had dual boulders pushing up a hill, you know, it's like, I've got to write the emails and the social media posts and the promo and the registration pages and all that jazz. And then, oh my gosh, now I've got the program I'm going to deliver to people. So yeah, that first launch can really be a lot. Oh my gosh. So since that first launch and launching that, putting it out there, and then you said you had a, another attempt and that went better. Can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about how your launches have evolved over time and maybe some of the changes that you made and what you've learned along the way with, with those evolutions? Absolutely. They have absolutely evolved. That's a perfect word, Melissa. So that first launch was, I had the program I was trying to create the four modules. I needed to write those. I knew that if I could just get two modules in then I could finish the other two as we were going through the program. I didn't have to have everything in the can, you know, ready to go when launch happened, but still I had the stress of doing that. So that first launch was really a basic launch to me. It was a, a lot of people call it beta or founding members or what have you, but it was more of a quiet launch where I just reached out to people that I knew were interested, asked them if they you know, wanted to join me. I did launch publicly, but I did it with one live masterclass inside my free Facebook group. I didn't even go outside of my Facebook group and I only did one. And then I sent out some emails and that was it. And it really was all I could do. It was all I had the bandwidth for at that time. But in the second launch a few months later, so that was in April of 2022, I believe. And then in September, 2022, I was able, because I had the program created, And I had the infrastructure for what I wanted for the launch. Then I was able to add some things. So I, instead of just doing one live masterclass, I was actually able to do three that time Mm -hmm. live with help on zoom, you know, and hire somebody to help navigate the chat room and and the questions and all of that. I was able to have an actual masterclass with slides that I really, you know, took time to create that I did not have in April, more, a few more, more emails, more social media more, more tagging in my email, my email platform, just added some things that really made it a better experience overall. And then in January of 2023, when I launched it again, between September and January, I learned in September that I was using a little bit of the wrong words to market to my clients, because at that time I was focused more on visibility and they weren't using that word. They were using the word email list growth. Mm-hmm. But you and I both know you have to have visibility to get email list growth, but that's not what they wanted. What that They needed visibility, but they wanted email list growth. So we have to give them what they want and then give them what they need. So I had to reverse it. So then I spent month, a few months in Q4 of 2022 with a copywriter redoing and making sure it was not about visibility, but more about email list growth. Then in January, 2023, if three master classes in September was good, I decided I was going to do six, ah. which is really not recommended. <laughs> I don't recommend that at all. I don't, know, 
I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, so it's just that as you're saying with the evolution of the launch, each time I've tweaked some things, added some things, looked at what worked, looked at what didn't work, and then was able to make adjustments each time. I love that. And thank you for, for sharing that, that true evolution, because in a short period of time, technically, you've done several different iterations, because a lot of people see us and they, they see the current version of what we're doing. And they're like, wow, I'd love to do a launch, but that's really complicated. Yes. And you really did it scrappy initially, like just going right to people that you knew, even if somebody has like a Facebook group, like you didn't even go out to the world, the ethos, you like just did that one masterclass at one time, putting all your eggs in that one basket initially. But if it wasn't for you taking action... Mm-hmm. Then you wouldn't have gotten the feedback loop to then right. iterate, iterate, iterate. And and I love that you've just been tweaking and adding just even like the messaging recently, mm-hmm. you know, because even for us over the years, when we were leaning into the online entrepreneur space, what we realized is we originally were attracting small business owners that mm-hmm. did not assent, like they didn't self-identify as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it just like just small little words or phrasing you know, can make a huge difference. And it's interesting that you were able to, again, go from that visibility, right. which is definitely a really cool buzzword and everything, but it's like, they, people aren't waking up in the morning going, wow, I need more visibility. You know, <laughs> exactly you know, they're, right. Yeah, they're like, I want more people on my email list. I want more buyers. Right. You know? So yes. it's like getting into that outcome, that result, you know, makes, makes a lot of sense. Now, if we took that and we, we looked at your evolution and that came now with, wisdom, experience, the feedback loop and everything. Mm-hmm. If we were to, to go over to some people that just entered this internet marketing space and they were totally green, they're overwhelmed at the whole launch concept in general. Yeah. Do you have any advice that you would give someone that's like going into a first launch? They're just starting out. Yeah. yeah. And this is how I help my clients, Paul. It's a great question because so many people come to me and they, they know what to do. They have done the research with their with their target market they have what they th- believe is going to be a viable course but they don't know what to do next mm-hmm. and they do look at people like you and I who are years ahead of them and they think oh my gosh i have to do all of that and and it's daunting and and it just causes them to to have paralysis so what i like to do is let's do this i like to build with authenticity and ease and i like to keep things simple And if we've got to add sparklers and fireworks to it, fine. But I don't want to go there until we have to. You know what I'm saying? So what I like to look at is what have you built? Where is your audience right now? And how can we get this out into the world in the simplest, fastest way possible with not saying not a lot of work doesn't sound right because it is work, but as little stress as possible, as little overwhelm as possible. What is the simplest way we can get you out into the world and and letting the public know about this thing? Because the worst thing to do is to take your gifts and talents and and keep them to yourself and hide them under a barrel and not let anybody know what you've got going on because nobody can find you if they don't know what you've got to purchase. Just starting out, I would say, what resonates with that person? Do you want to do a live masterclass? Would you rather do a pre-recorded masterclass? Would you rather do a workshop? a challenge, a boot camp. Mm-hmm. you know, what is authentic to that person and their personality and their style? I had a, I have several clients that just wanted to launch to their email list only. And we did that, you know, we just made it, we took the stress out of it so that it was fun because if it's not going to be fun, you're not going to want to do it again. Yeah. So that's, that's, I, that's what I would say. 
if anybody's listening, we Melissa and I've been bobbleheading here. Yes. We're, we're like up and down, like, yep, we agree, we agree. Yes, yes, yes that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might not see that from a visual standpoint. <laughs> now you are focusing on the visibility and the list growth, and that actually tees up the the next question perfectly because it's like going into a launch. Mm-hmm. It, it is about you know we we need to have the right people in in the virtual seats in order to, you know, in that list or that following or whatever it is, is do you have any tips as far as how to attract the right clients that would be aligned for the launch? Do you have anything that you suggest? Yeah, definitely. I firmly believe in having regular weekly content, whatever that looks like for that person. Some people prefer to have a podcast. Some people like to have a written blog. Some people are like me. I go live every Thursday at 1130 and I've done that for years and just having that regular weekly content and being able to get out to my audience and using live video to attract people that don't know me, you know, as you guys know, lives and reels are pretty much the only way to, to break through and, and get more visibility and audience growth with people who don't know who you are, but having that regular weekly content will begin to, and the right messaging of thinking about where are your clients? How are they feeling? What are the words they're using? What are the emotions they're feeling? And marketing to that and demonstrating in your live video or in your blog or in your podcast that you are that best solution for them to get them from where they are right now through the transformation of what you're going to give them in the online course you're creating or the online program you're creating. And so That regular weekly content, I think, is really key. And then taking that content and repurposing it out onto social media. So for me, and what I help my clients do is not reinvent the wheel on everything. Pick that anchor piece of content. For me, it's my weekly live. From that, everything else in my business is born. My weekly email that I send to my subscribers comes off of that content. My social media posts, I have an assistant now, but in the beginning I didn't. And I could pull some content from the live training I just did to create social media posts. That was also the content for my blog. If I had a podcast, that would be the content for my podcast. So that helps that person get the reach out with that regular piece of content, but then also easily repurpose it into more reach on social media, more things that they can talk about and and more, more different forms of content. I love that. I love that. It's keeping aligned with, like you said at the beginning before about keeping things simple. Yes. Uh, because again, it's that one piece and you just spread that all around and, and keeping it really simple. So that's aligned with that. So you've learned so much throughout the time that you've been doing this and had have had a lot of experiences from that very first launch to where you are now and continuing to launch. Yes. Uh, if you were to look back at that version of you when you first got into us and you were first launching and first starting off with that like, okay, launch mm-hmm. up to where you are now, what advice would you give that version of yourself? I would tell myself, to take the pressure off myself. One of the things that I did that I think all of us do is comparison. We look at other people that are launching, maybe even people that are at the same time that we are. They're just starting out too. It's their first launch also. And if they have more success than we do, then we start to feel like there's something wrong with us. Like maybe we're not cut out for this. And so what I would say to myself is, okay, Tracy, put your blinders on, run your own race, do what's authentic to you, look to other people for inspiration and ideas, but don't compare yourself to what they've done because their audience is different. Their course is different. 
they're, what they're offering is different and you can't compare. And it, because I, you know, you'd see somebody that has a first launch that's five figure launch. And then I didn't have one. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me, you know, but that's not true. We have to have faith in ourselves and in our abilities to create what our audience is going to want and the confidence to keep showing up and keep talking about it and keep moving forward and staying consistent and staying patient. But that comparison thing, that's really hard. Because yeah. that, you know, you see somebody that has that success and then you're like, what's wrong with me? And then that imposter syndrome that we all know, know and love that likes to show up every now and then really gets in there and starts messing with your head. And it's like, you know, before you know it, you feel like, gosh, I don't know if I need to launch again, but that's not, that's not what I would tell myself. I would tell myself, put my blinders on, run my race, keep going, keep working at it and just don't give up. Don't quit. I love that. It's resiliency, perseverance, coming back to something you said several times, which is consistency. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, it's like anybody that you follow, any TV show that you watch, any radio, like it's all about the consistency. It's about same bad time, same bad channel. It's like you yes. showing up every Thursday at 1130 and just doing it. Yeah. And then you, you talk to the one person initially, then you blink one day and there's five or 10 people on there and you fast forward later wow. on and there's more and it, it just, it kind of, you know, goes and it replicates on itself. But it I, I've always been, I've always had the attitude is I, I just need to do it long enough to outlast my competitors giving up. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. I said that same thing to my membership the other day on our live Q&A call. I said, look, you're on Survivor Island. That's all there is to it. We're going to outlast. We're going to outwit. We're going to outplay. We're going to be here because they were talking about the summer months feeling slow. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? They do feel slow, but what's going to make the difference in our success versus other people that decide that, you know, they're not going to work in the summer or they're, you know, you're going to take a full break in the summer is that we're going to keep going. And we're, you know, we're setting ourselves up for success for a great Q3 by being consistent and keeping keeping showing up and keeping doing the things, even though, gosh, sometimes I go live and there's nobody out there. And my students think that's hysterical because I've been doing this for so long and I have a large audience and they're like, really? Nobody shows up sometimes? I'm like, yep. Sometimes it's just me and my assistant, Jill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you keep going, you know? And I'm glad you said that because there's a lot of assumptions that when you're further along that you know, again, you have still the big following and, and there is things that are seasonal. There's so many parallels with what we talk about and teach as well. I think that's why we always get along. We're always chatting back and forth on different things that we see. And it's the, in the summer months, that is your, that is your Q3. A lot of people are thinking about Q2 still. And it's like, nope, what you're doing now is going to impact 60, 90 days from now. Exactly. And not only the summer months, but we also see it during the holidays. A lot of people yes. shut off as well. Exactly. And we've always had in our businesses, incredible first quarters of the year. Yeah, me too. Hibernate in December. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to run all the way through the finish line. Yeah. You know, some, some people will get to, and, and this was, this was true back when I was in corporate in sales and business development, you know, people would say, well, nobody's in the office. Well, there's nobody to call on. And I'm like, this is when I'm going to double down. I'm doubling exactly. down and I'm going to network more and I'm going to make more connections and I'm going to run all the way through the finish line of the year. Because just like you said, it's a 60 to 90 day, sometimes longer cycle, especially in the online space. Yeah. And so you can't, you can't take your foot off the gas, not for very long. Yeah. So, I, and I love, I love that attitude because I practice it the same way my entire life. So in, 
when it was cold calls, it would have been like, okay, instead of making 10 calls to reach somebody, now I need to make 20. Or if it's door knocking or however it is, but even with Facebook lives or any type of social, it's like yeah. your competitors are also tuned out right now. So even though yeah. you might be talking to a few people, there's less noise in the marketplace. So it's easier to stand out with when your competitors are going to hibernation or they're distracted. So I love that. Now, now if we could go full circle though, because okay. we have many years of experience, you have many years of experience, what comes with that is wisdom, you know, and in the feedback loop and the things that we've been through. So if we can lean on that more and, but jolt our world, jolt our business for a second, and we're going to go into your business bank account. We're going to wipe everything clean. We're going to stick $500 in there. And we're going to say, you have to start over. Oh boy. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do? I mean, you can use the money. You don't have to, but yeah. you were to start at zero. You got the wisdom. You got the knowledge though. Yes. You have the expertise with every strain of like, yeah, max 500. Like, how would you start over? You know, Boy, what, that's a great question. I think I would start the same way that I did, which is I teach all organic strategies. You guys know that you've known me for a while. I'm not against paid ads. I think they have their place. Absolutely can be successful for people, but that's not something I could do just starting out of the gate. I had to do the free stuff first and I wanted to exhaust all the free stuff first and figure out what was converting first before I, I threw money at it and magnetized it with a paid ad. So I think I would probably start off the same way, which is thinking to myself, okay, who do I want to serve? How do I want to serve them? Then brain dumping the topics that I can talk about ad nauseum no problem, you know, give me a platform and, and go. And then going live every week, that's free. And, you know, it's a little scary, but bringing a solid topic to people every week and then a call to action that will allow them to get on my email list so that I could then start to nurture them. Because those things are relatively inexpensive. You know, you might want to invest in a streaming platform like StreamYard to, to help you with your live video if you want to stream in more than one spot. And you're going to need an email service provider, but a lot of them are free just to start out with. And, and then just start growing that audience and getting that feedback and then networking. Networking is most of the time is free and making connections and seeing what's working for other people. I think that's how I would do it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So Tracy, you've given so much great advice so far and just shared your journey along the way. I know everyone's going to really appreciate listening to that and taking the little nuggets from that. Before we wrap up, is there any final words that you'd like to leave people with about, you know, launching, being in this online space, anything you'd like to leave people with? Absolutely. Yes. And it's something that I say every single week at the end of my live video. Being an entrepreneur is freaking hard. You know, when I got started in the online space, I thought, oh, I'll build an online business. That looks easy. Okay, it's it doesn't have the overhead of building a brick and mortar business, but there are some investments and there are some things that are gonna feel hard. And I what I want people to hear is if they feel alone as an entrepreneur in the online space, they are not alone. It doesn't matter if they're on day one, hour one, or they're 15 years in, and they've made $80 million over the course of their 15 years, everybody feels the same way in this journey. We feel doubt. We feel alone sometimes. It feels difficult. We feel overwhelmed. And I just don't want anybody to feel alone in that journey. That's one of the reasons why I created my Facebook group is because I really wanted people to have a place to come and, and talk about it and get help and, and talk to each other. I think if we have more honest conversations about the ups and the downs, then it's going to normalize the online space into something that people feel is more doable 
more days than they feel like it's not doable. And then maybe they won't quit, you know, just keep going. It is going to feel hard, but if you don't quit and you stay consistent, like we've talked about and patient, which is really hard, you will get there. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Tracy. How can people connect with you and follow you and continue to have the conversations with you? I would love it if they wanted to join my free Facebook group. It's called Be a Confident Entrepreneur, Get Visible and Grow Your Income. It's free for everybody. I've got about 2,000 online entrepreneurs in there. And it is truly a place for people to feel community, to come in and share their expertise, promote themselves if they've got an offer coming up, ask for feedback, ask for help, you know, reach out if you're if you're having a bad day, all the things we're looking for in a community. But I would love it if they joined my Facebook group and just you know, got to know me and, and got to know the other members in the group. Oh, that's lovely. Love it. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your journey with us and giving so much advice along the way. I think people are going to find this really helpful as they're going on their journey as well. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me. Thank yeah. You. It was great. <laughs> All right. All right. We survived. Awesome. Thanks so much. If you would like to work with us and our team to help you snap up more sales and incredible clients with a stellar marketing strategy that works, go to AdaptiveMembership.com and sign up for our wait list. We have a limited number of spots in our exclusive program to set you up for success and take action. We're waiting for you at AdaptiveMembership.com.